church boys. Well, looky who's here. Yeah, she decided to join <laughs> she us. Made she made it today. <laughs> well, I made it back. Yeah, here Gail, I am. Gay Elvis so is in the building. Last week. Okay, so first peaceful. of all, what? I listened to the show, oh, and there's not a person on the planet that would call that peaceful. <laughs> I, did we fight again? I actually don't remember what I did this morning, so I couldn't even tell I you. I don't if think we. we I don't fought. think there was any fighting. It, it was amazing how it's amazing how well we get along when one of the three of us is gone. It doesn't <laughs> it matter is, which. It, is. I don't it know doesn't who matter that could which be, one but, because Billy right. and Billy and Lucas have done stuff together, and Lucas and I, and Billy and I, and every time mm -hmm. it's just the two of just two of us. Any two, there's no fighting. There's no quarreling. It's. I don't. I mean, I don't know. We didn't actually. Talk, we did talk about masks. Masks come up every time because that this you guys show is started to get at it over COVID stuff. Because every show this this is actually not the Church Boys. It's Billy's COVID extravaganza. But you podcast. know what? Don't you feel like COVID? And we're not going there today. But COVID <laughs> is like the thing that people just talk about endlessly. You know how there's that topic that you just talk to death and it never changes. It doesn't get any better. <laughs> it just gets more obnoxious. And Here, you just keep talking about it. Here's a topic that I want to talk about. COVID nineteen. So, <laughs> to set the record straight about last week's podcast, I kind of felt like the kid on the playground where you're like, hey, meet us on the monkey bars. And then everybody goes over to like the the merry-go-round or whatever <laughs> instead because you're like, hey, let's record on Friday. And then so I rearranged my whole life, which is a lot of stuff. You really okay, you called the normal salon and asked them to move it and move your appointment. Let's be honest. It wasn't that serious. I need to get my frost tips <laughs> tomorrow instead. Um, and and then all of a sudden, right like it right. at right before we record or right before we're supposed to record, Billy texts and says, "Oh guys, oh, look, I know that. Wait a minute, I'm a yeah. disaster. Can I just tell you? And it's I think I got ditched. You didn't I get ditched. He kind of did. Kinda allegedly, did. allegedly did I had a child, as we discussed last week, who was exposed to the coronavirus. Oh, this is great. This is Lucas, great. You've already survived somehow. I so, Lucas, survived. you you heard Billy tell this story, right? This about. Oh, I, oh okay. yeah, I heard it. There's heard more it, to yeah. it now I, because as soon as we got off the air, there was an update. I mean, basically, it's the story that never ends. But because. So my kid is back in school. She's fine. She's been cleared. New York State sent a nice little email along telling us that she was allowed to return to school because she wasn't actually exposed. Right. She was never uh, it was, exposed. It was it, an she error was exposed. on the it was on behalf mistake. of the government. The government screwed up. Right. They never Shocking. removed her from the list. They never, right. They're gonna run our health care though. Don't be afraid, please. Um and and suddenly my so my wife had reported in that she was not going to be able to come to you know, she was worried. You know, she wanted to let her staff know. And they were like, and and basically, she even though she wasn't exposed, has to stay out of work for like two weeks because two of the whole thing. Weeks. It's just like, so she doesn't go back. She won't be going back until she's working. She's teaching, but she's doing it from home. So it's just, it's so funny though. And the best part though is that my wife is now doing pickup for our kids, oh. and she is experiencing. You know, when you try to describe to somebody how awful something is, mm -hmm. you could drive to Paraguay in the time that it takes to pick my kids up five minutes down the road because you are in. <laughs> A horrible line. And so now my wife is doing pickup. She's like, this is terrible. I'm like, exactly. It's Welcome awful. to my world, woman. Right. Welcome. So she's like, well, I'm going to write an email. I'm like, you go ahead, Lucas. You write that email. <laughs> Just uh, I'm speaking of that. Email. Speaking of that. Yeah. Lucas was actually Lucas has lots of moments of stardom. But yeah. you, you before had a we local... get to that, can we talk about that? Chris called me gay Elvis. Can we just he, he bring that up? Call you but that. I wasn't he, calling you that. I was using he that alluded to the fact that. You may be a gay. Right. I, I didn't. I didn't. I, in fact, I 
use that term as an ex as an explicit example of how I can say something like that to you, and it totally doesn't mean anything when you and I say it. But yeah, if okay, everybody Chris. else hears it, they take yeah. it totally seriously, yeah. and then uh -huh. I'm being mean. And, and the cruel. Constitution's alive, Chris. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, keep it up. <laughs> All right, let's. Wh where were okay. you going with for your? Uh, well, yeah, he wants, oh. oh, where were you going? He humbly asks, as well, he wants well, to know what we're going to talk about him being know, local he's television. He's so ready star. to talk about this. He, Lucas, in his prom dress, showed up on a local. <laughs> <laughs> local news station to have remember the remember the moment he shared with us where he karened at the store over the mask yes, issue. Yeah. Well, this mm -hmm. time he was like, that was not enough. I need a broader audience. And so he emerged from the ashes <laughs> in his prom dress and appeared on local affiliate DKYC TV, whatever it was. And WNDU um, Find so people how, over there too. I'm sure. Oh no, they. I'm sure they seem wonderful outside of interviewing you. Lovely. So, people. how did this come about? How did you bad end judgment, up, but fine people? <laughs> how did you end up fully playing a Karen on the airwaves? Okay, so for the record, mm -hmm. they reached out to me because mm -hmm. I've I've gained at least a little bit of a reputation pounds. that I pastor a church. Oh yes. So they reached out because our local county health department, St. Joseph County, Indiana decided that they were going to issue a, I think what they're calling right now is a recommendation. And it came with a letter to all the churches in the county that they sent a letter to all the churches in the county recommending that they stop meeting until March of 2021. They Yikes. didn't send this to bars. They didn't send this to theaters. They didn't send it to bowling alleys. They didn't send it to box stores or to Walmart or anywhere else, only to churches. So it was targeted to churches and saying because they they have um, they had uh, uh, basically contact tracing leading to five what they called clusters, which a cluster a cluster cluster is the right word for it. This is this is a cluster. This show, but that's a different kind of cluster. This type of cluster is, that they're referring to is about five people or more that have um, con, you know um, contracted COVID at one location. So they're saying they had five of these different reports from uh, five different churches over about a three or four month period. And so that's what issued this sort of thing. But they've but also not had from any Walmart. Yeah, not no Walmart, Walmart, no schools, no backyard parties, no nothing like that. Only churches. So um, the the news called and asked if I wanted to talk about my perspective. Wait, wait, wait. This. Was this after they they must have been tipped off about the pile of feces that you discovered inside the Piggly Wiggly? I'm assuming that's where this started. They were they realized that this is the guy who discovered the feces. And so he must know something. So they something. reached out. I'm just going to ignore you. They did reached they know, out. Did they know you would had COVID? Uh, I told the reporter afterwards oh, okay. that I had it. Yeah. I didn't want to bring that into the actual story. Fair enough. I saved that for the church boys. <laughs> I, I was one of the clusters, actually. <laughs> My wife and I were three of two of the five. <laughs> we did not have anyone that we know of who has ever contracted COVID at our church or through anybody else at the church. Okay. So, and I actually talked to uh, I talked to uh, I won't say his name because he's kind of a big deal in this area. But I talked to one hey, of the heads of the Catholic Church in northern Indiana today, and a great guy. And he says that as far as he knows, they've not had any reports of any uh, COVID spread within masses that they've done. Hmm. So they wear he, masks, the Catholics, right? That's part of their, do. yeah, they're big on that.
Uh, he, yes, we'll go with that. Okay. Well, yes. the, the Catholic Church generally has been big on that. I don't know if every. Yes. I know that our local Catholic Church is very big on that. They're. they're they. I mean, that. look. They. And again, I would say, as a pastor in church, you know, the statement that I made is, I, you know, strongly suggest the use of masks. We're not the mask police, but I think that people, you know, should wear them uh, if, if at all they feel concerned, and obviously to help other people. So that, I mean, that's our that's our position as a ministry is you know and you know you have all sorts of fun things that go into that but that's our position all right so you showed up in your prom dress and you get on there and you start the elvis costume was in the dry cleaning so yes (laughs) i can't with this show um so you show so basically they wanted to hear your thoughts on, and your thoughts on this were that you are not happy with princess county what county are you in it's saint, saint joseph, joseph county yeah, so yeah. i i feel like you're putting words in my mouth it's not that i said i wasn't happy i said I, I, I would classify it more as i was befuddled because i have been on i have been you know uh following this from the beginning i have uh i followed a lot of the information i've i've talked to people and you know experts about this and I feel like that churches and churches that I see and other pastors I know they're taking this very seriously. And they're 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 following the recommendations. And so uh, our numbers in this area, if you actually take away uh, Notre Dame as the university, I believe our county numbers are actually going down. There's been oh, some increase at Notre Dame with you know students, but the county I believe is is trending downwards. So it just seemed kind of out of the blue, a little bit confusing and very targeted. Uh, towards churches specifically. Now, have they responded to it? They have not responded yet, but I have had a, quite a few people uh, that have reached out since that. Some of those were just fans, but most of them were were people that fans. were... Uh, Wait, I didn't get a laugh at all from you guys. Well, no, they wanted to know if you said to, yes to, to the dress. That's what to, they wanted to do. I had to process that. It was fans? So, <laughs> I was... I, no, I you do have fans locally though, and and those I mean Lucas actually is is legit. He's an actor, a pastor, and uh, apparently a Karen, an incredible so it's, an incredible podcaster. <laughs> I am a great podcaster. Well, so no, I love that you went on though and talked about. It. I think it's I important. Like at yeah. some point, you do have to draw a line, right? I yeah. mean, at some point, you do have to say what in the world is going on. Billy's going to draw it just after they make everyone wear moon suits. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> If you put me in a moon suit, I would. Oh my gosh, I'd be totally. You know that would not upset me. That's the I sad part. One, that is outside so, of how I'm going to get food into my mouth. There is no other now, issue is that I have with the that. the edict or the letter or whatever that went out to churches. Is it unique to your community? Is yeah, that, it's, or is it it's just it's just our county, just and so county. our county has actually gone against the state guidelines. Uh, our governor has said, and that was my confusion. And a lot of people's confusion is the governor has said churches are completely exempt from uh, the guidelines. They're recommending we follow certain ways, but there, there's not a there's not there, churches have just been super free in Indiana to really govern themselves. I think the way it should be and make right. those rules for themselves. Here's the data. Here's our recommendation. But so, you guys decide. Can so I ask they, a question? So they've been, but they've been exempt from the rules and yet have had, as far as you can tell, very few problems connected to churches at least from your, my perspective i have seen i have seen virtually no problems connected to churches um and you know you think about it you're in rows you're all facing the same direction you're not you know looking at each other we've cut out things like our greeting time and some of those other yeah. things that we would have used to done pre, you know pre covid we're not hand, shaking hands and hugging and everything else the same way so uh, to me the risk is minimized um 
and we have some people wear masks and some people that don't but you know that's that's their that's their uh you know i think that that's their choice the county's trying to mandate masks and all so you know buildings but you know we're it's not our job to police that so when when you say that the churches have been exempt what does that mean like uh, are there rules that that are that are being enforced on organizations or yeah, businesses so that are similar to a church yeah, so for instance, like if you were going to do a concert, there would be a cap on, at least there was, I don't know, it might be lifted now actually, but there was a cap on a uh, number of people that you could have present in the room, mm. you know, seating requirements and that sort of stuff. Churches have been given the freedom to really decide that on their own. And so they're, they they were exempt from any sort of uh, uh, mandates against number of people, mandates against uh, um you know, time that they could be together, you know, any of those sorts of and things. There wasn't a man, really there, and including mandates like on capacity, like percentage of capacity. Oh yeah. Percentage of capacity. Totally. Uh, huh. This from a state level was totally um, removed. So we were exempt from all of that. Gotcha. As a church. All right. Interesting. I, yeah. Yes. I, I don't know how you stop. I don't know. I don't have any answers and we can't talk about COVID anymore. So I'm not going to okay, say anything. So I'm going to stop wanna, myself. We need to, well, he was a local celebrity. So we, we do have, Oh yeah. We have the clip, we right? Have a clip, at least oh, I would like to hear it. I've got, parts of i've got parts of the clip i've got the stuff that's relevant i didn't want to she had some stuff she's reading from like a couple catholic dioceses or something that i was like eh. look our audience just wants to hear me right it's, exactly it's, that's okay. all we want. I, so, I concur so we'll we'll start with uh we'll start with this clip here we go hello everyone this is your action news reporter with all the news that is news across the nation on the scene at the supermarket there seems to have been some disturbance here pardon me sir did you see what happened yeah i did i was standing over by the tomatoes and here he comes Running through the pole beans, through the fruits and vegetables, naked as a jaybird. Oh, I thought Luke, that was a weird Lucas choice. Actually, for him. sounds a lot more like put together than I, I, I thought. thought. I really thought he was going to crumble. <laughs> I under was the not pressure, expecting but... that. That was good. <laughs> okay, we'll try this again. Here we go. Good evening. Oh. I'm Terry McFadden. Developing now, St. Joe County Health Department officials have received some pushback after urging faith leaders to host virtual services through March. Our Monica Murphy talked to local faith leaders today and has more. Well, health officials sent out this letter to churches yesterday, basically stating that church gatherings have contributed to the spike in COVID-19 cases. But faith leaders I talked to today say they don't necessarily think that's true. The thought that maybe church services and uh, you know are are leading to increased cases, we're not seeing that here. And uh, you know, in my mind, if if people can go to a place like Lowe's or Walmart and have you know a couple hundred people in the building that's at one time, and if that's allowed as a church, we're just looking really to be treated fairly. And Pastor Lucas Miles at Influence Church says he is also following health protocols. I've actually been on calls with the White House. I've been on conference calls with Dr. Mm, Fauci to make sure, as a pastor, that we're following this that we're opening properly and so I was confused when I saw some of the local guidelines that I feel like are ignoring the science of some of the state and national uh, guidelines and so I, I'm kind of uh, curious on on maybe what the thinking there is COVID-19 <laughs> did you I'm really I thought disappointed about just doing you didn't, that you didn't the... bring up you know you should have offered a reward for whoever it was who took a giant poo in the middle of that <laughs> the piggly wiggly that you and your wife were in so so okay you said questioning that they're not following the science what did you mean by that when you talked to these folks about that and did they was it did they give you any pushback on that afterwards that they didn't use in the in the clip no there was no the reporter you know um did not give me any pushback directly or anything. And uh, I think she does a great job and is, is fair and, 
and and is you know really just trying to uh, you know discover opinions and and report them. You know, I think the way it's supposed to with local news. So um, as far as as far as uh, what I meant by that, um, I think that, you know, I mean, right now we're seeing things like the who is saying that lockdowns are bad and they're they're moving away from those as a recommendation um and uh or who if you prefer I was say, that you had me confused for a second i immediately <clears throat> went to who are you? No, but that's not what you meant and that's, so um that's yeah uh and and then you know we're we're also seeing evidence on i mean what was it just came out that 85 percent of the people that have contracted uh covid were regular mask wearers well during that time you know? that I, during a set time period right and, yeah, during and, well, period, and they so. claim they were regular mask wearers, well, which is all like, we can go by, right? Which is well, but like oh. it's like people who claim they've donated money or they claim they've gone to you know church or you they need claim a they... button on Billy when I it know. comes to COVID stuff right now. Barna, so. but listen, I mean, Barna does like, the same. Barna does the same thing. Just the no, they all do. Right? They all it's, do. It's, it. it's all you and can it's go all with. You can do, right. but you have to have. You have to also say right. People love to overemphasize the things they say they've done. And so, and also, let's be honest, half the people wearing masks have no clue how to wear them. I mean, you walk out there. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Agree. Well, and, and look, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm for people. We've talked about this to death, but, you know, I'm not, that wasn't a statement that I was making against masks. It was a statement really against the shutdowns. And, and I think also recognizing that, you know, there are safe ways to meet together. There are safe ways to gather. Right. And the, the damage I've seen as a pastor for the shutdowns and people's lot i mean i'm counseling more people for divorce than i ever have uh in one at one you know period of time of can can uh counseling more people for you know things like depression suicide uh i've seen more people that i believe have you know uh are dealing with like some demonization sort of stuff than i have in years uh and i'm also seeing which i wouldn't lead with that on the on the news but you know this show's weird enough that we can talk about that <laughs> and uh um uh also um you know things like just uh uh i think you know even like loneliness or whatever yeah. i mean it's it's this the shutdowns there's greater factors besides just covid okay. and so i think there's there's been science to support that as well so you know and and you know one of the statements i made is you know we just want to be treated fairly you know if they're going to apply this across the board and this is saying this is the way to keep everybody safe then right. you know let's apply it across the board but let's not just Agreed. target churches yeah, yeah and, agree and it's also yeah and it doesn't help that you have this environment where democrats are going out and say uh, yeah, the dogma lives loudly within you and they're they're questioning people's faith and then yeah. you have this stuff happening and you start to say what's going on here yeah. Well, and right? I mean, right. And then, yeah. yeah, the targeting of the faithful, we, we can get into that later. But um, I just the, the thing that concerns me the most about during this COVID time is it really has not improved this show at all. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello. From the sublime to the ridiculous, but mostly ridiculous. Billy Hollowell. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? It's not what he said, you ignorant wretch. Chris Field. Bad guy in little gold. Let me tell you why I suck. Lucas Miles. I want you to forget what you saw here today. Aw, I've interrupted happy time. The Church Boys. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I hate these guys. Well, it has been an interesting uh, week. It's um, lots going on. In fact, you know, the the press love to get on um, 
the Republicans case, the Republican uh, about you know people in their orbit getting COVID, being testing positive <laughs> for COVID. And as much as I don't want anybody to be sick, I took a great deal of pleasure this afternoon when it was revealed that a flight crew member on Kamala Harris's plane had COVID. Her communications director had COVID and a member of the flight crew for uh, Vice President Biden had COVID. I, I hope that no one is gravely ill. I hope that there is no health consequences from it. But I was just lamenting the fact that these people just aren't being careful, Lucas. I think it was deplorable, deplorable <laughs> that these people were getting sick. So I think a lot of people are getting the sick I can't wait when they're the trying not to, too. Right? I think, it's not, yeah, there's I think this it's, like stigma that everybody's yeah. out there who gets sick doing dangerous things. Right. Reckless or, you know. stuff. So yeah. I can't wait. Right. I can't wait Licking. for CNN and, and MSNBC to come out and talk about how reckless people associated with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were being. Yeah, that's situation. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Speaking of all of that, it is interesting that it struck everybody's campaign at this point, right? Yeah. Like it, it struck everyone. It struck the president. And, you know, it's weird that we're not like we're recording this on the night when there's supposed to be a debate and we're not even I getting know. a debate. It's weird because COVID's ruined everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to say, though, that um, these are the notes that I prepared for today. So I just want to hold those Blank up you. and let you see what my what notes are. What do you guys are? think about her? What do you th how do you Ooh. think our future Supreme Court justice? Because she will oh, be confirmed. Yeah. A Amy Coney Coney B. Barrett. How do you think she did? America's hottest Supreme Court justice. <laughs> how do you think last she week did? it was Sarah Palin. He was he was talking about <laughs> this week. It's Apparently, ACB. I like the older woman. I don't know. <laughs> said, said the old man. Um, so. I, I thought I thought she had a lot of strong moments. I, I did, did think it, that that poor woman could not remember the one First Amendment right that she was missing. Yeah. And to be honest with you, it's so easy for that it's to the happen. Easy right? one to forget hours. too. The redress of grievances. That was his. That was the right. one she couldn't. It was just not mm -hmm. clicking. But that's all right. Well, there you go. You know, uh, I think I think she's a baller. I just think she I did. I I was amazed at how calm she stayed the entire time. I mean, she was. It it just looked like she was like sitting on her couch chilling at home yeah and like every now and then somebody would ask her a question that she's moment, like oh the milk's in the fridge yeah, that, you know that <laughs> she was annoyed she was a little annoyed but i i think yeah. that's it yeah. was fine it right. wasn't like Listen, you know crazy woman, the woman, the woman picks the put, woman puts up with seven children in the house all of them under what 15 Oh, yeah. 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 They're they're young. And, you know, they made a big deal out of the way she announced her children. Right. I mean, you guys have seen this whole thing, yeah. right? The, the two adopted kids, the way she spoke about them versus the other kids. And I thought that was really interesting. Be I, I just I think we have this tendency to be like, oh, there's some you know secret racism going on there. or There's some secret. It's like you know, you're you're talking about children who came out of a traumatic experience, yeah. potentially. And she's describing where they came from and how they entered into her family. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I remember hearing the controversy about before the hearing started that she's a colonizer or whatever for adopting two black kids. I didn't hear about the controversy over how she introduced her kids. What's this? The way she spoke about them, she focused on the, the allegation is that she focused on the white children's abilities you know how smart they were and then she focused on for the adopted kids the trauma and the things they went through um okay. but i don't have it in front of me but but there, it was there was a difference in the way she described it and there is when you read it sure. but i think there's also an explanation for why that might be 
I mean, look, when I describe the two of you, I describe Chris right. about how smart he is right. and how good exactly. of a host he is. And I've I describe Billy that. about how much pain he causes in my life. <laughs> and, you know, that's that. I just I don't see the problem. It's pretty accurate. <laughs> oh, you're the worst. I mean, so, yeah, I, I think she's done a good job. I, is she perfect? No, nobody is. I think uh, I think at the end of the day, she's pretty the, darn close, though. She's pretty. Well, she's pretty great. Here's so the far. thing, though. Does it hurt Trump? And Lucas, you and I were talking about this offline. Does it hurt Trump that one of the main reasons to vote for Trump was always the Supreme Court? Yeah. And now he's delivered this before the election, which for those who but but Gorsuch, but Gorsuch, that whole thing. Right. Yeah. But the Supreme Court, it's sort of like, well, I got the Supreme Court. I'm good. If I don't like well, Trump, if I really don't want to vote for Trump, yeah, do you think they, there's some people they still they want more. I'm telling you that the, they, they want more on the Supreme Court. They absolutely do. They want more and they don't they're afraid of the if they've been following it at all, they're afraid of the court packing yeah. of the left. Yeah. And so it's not enough to just be I mean, so what we're, you know, six three now, you know, it could be it could be uh uh you know twelve twelve six in about three months, yeah. you know, and so I think that that's still a concern. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen. You know, I, I think whatever happens in a few weeks, and I know, Lucas, you think Trump's coming out winning. Yes, I do. Rupert Murdoch is predicting landslide for Biden, alleged, allegedly, allegedly, um, which I think is very interesting. And he's very upset, uh, apparently, with how Trump handled COVID and thinks he doesn't listen to his advisors um, to lose that support. If that's true, and who knows? Right. But if that's true, that's interesting to me that Murdoch is annoyed so what's what's making you think that trump's got this lucas well first of all i said that trump was going to be the next president after obama in 2012 very pathetic yes and i also never doubted the 2016 win and i'm feeling good i mean that's not conclusive or any set of data for you I just think that there is a uh, I, I mean, I don't I wouldn't call it a landslide, you know, the way it's it's trying to be, you know, pushed by a lot of the the MAGA supporters. But I think that there is uh, I think it's closer. The numbers are closer than, the, than what's being told. There was actually I forgot who I was just listening to something today. I think it was on Kilmeade where they were talking about uh, a guy was saying that the uh, uh, what was it? Basically, the, a lot of these swing states, it's more like, you know, two to four rather than double digits as some of these polls are showing. Um, I think it's still an uphill battle. It's not 2016. It's, right. it's more challenging than that. Yeah. But yeah. I think that there's uh, I, I, I still see I'm, I'm holding on for Trump victory. I, re- I refuse to embrace anything. So, but. so here's my pred- I'll give my prediction. My prediction is that he loses by a lot to Biden and that the irony is that as messed up and crazy as America is that the thing that makes him lose is the nastiness and the incivility that the k- lack of kindness is actually the thing that does him in. And the reason for it is because the lack of kindness eroded the people who voted for him and liked him. It, he, he brought some other people over. I know there's people who are going to vote for him who didn't last time, but I think, I think that the constant and steady drum of not being kind has worn people down enough to actually say, eh, I'd take crazy policy over crazy behavior. I'm not saying that's the right answer. I'm just saying that's my prediction. Mm. Well, I think next 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 time we record, let's um let's put together the map. our You're own gonna talk maps. about we'll the, map. the map. You're we'll gonna talk about time. the map. It'll give you time to look at the numbers because you said, I don't have time to look at the numbers. I don't even know what's going yeah, on. I need, I need time when, to look at the as numbers. As though right? that has ever 
as as though our understanding of current events and actually having any knowledge of what's going on in the world around us has ever stopped us from opining on anything. That is true. That is true. So Lucas and I are on different sides. I'm open to being wrong. I could be very wrong. But I do think the thing that has done Trump in is the lack of kindness. The thing that people thought was endearing and funny, two years in, they were like, enough. I, I See, think, I would actually describe our relationship a lot <laughs> like that. I th- so I think, I, think, I think there is something to what Billy is saying. I think that if Trump does lose, I think that that is a, is a serious factor. I think yeah, that I, may, I would agree. I would agree. If, if, that, if, a, if a loss happens. Where I'm this week, and, and Billy, we were talking about this this morning. If there's something that's going to put him over the top, it's going to be all the crap that happened this week. Especially with Twitter and the Biden Burisma yeah. stuff and all. Yep. Make, in fact, we can get into that if you want. But th- if there's something, that's exactly what people were screaming about four years ago. It's like these people are completely, they have an agenda. The Everything is fixed. It, it, it's against us. And that's what the, that's what Trump appealed to. And I think that he can appeal to that again. I think that there's he's got a real chance at that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I think that anything could happen, right? Yeah. I mean, Biden could, you know, say something insane and it could change everything, some victory. So there's yeah. I do not think we're done with October surprises. We have only made it halfway through the month and there have been about 12 it's, of them. This has been a do long you think there's month. more? I mean, there's got to be more advanced voting right now than there's ever been yes. before, right? Right. Yeah, like and million, so that's what, 10 million people have voted. And right? that's what's so, going mean, that, that's going to be a negative impact I think for Trump because if he's behind and he needs some sort of like for instance, what saved Trump in late October four years ago? Jim Comey the, coming up Comey. and talking about yeah. the email investigation. Yes. If that happened this year, with all of the early voting happened, you have much smaller impact when that with yep. with something like yeah. that with news like that. Yeah, I agree. I think that 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 definitely is a challenge, you know, for that. So I don't know, but Trump. I, don't know. I mean, but Biden could still screw this thing. I mean, he's coming out and saying crazy. There was the Gallup poll that came out, and they said. Uh, Fifty-six percent of people said that they feel better than that they're that they're better off today than they were four years ago. Right? Gallup started asking that question in 1984 because Ronald Reagan brought it up in 1980 with Jimmy Carter. That was his question. That was what he. That was what his winning issue. And in 1984, I wasn't born yet, Chris. 19, but tell me more well, about. Well, I don't what you remember that. I've just read up on this. TV. Thank you what very much. What you born? Me? Me? No, Billy. Eighty-three. Okay, so. Okay. After you were born, like and his second, me, but it's, yeah, it's, it's so sad. But in 1984, Chris, so they started asking 16, this question. 1982. Right? I was born in 1975. So anyway, when, when Columbus set sail. So for the All first right. time, Biden or Trump's run, Trump is a president running with 56 percent of the country saying that they are better off now than they were four years ago, and there's a chance he could lose. But what does Biden, Biden's asked about this on a local clip? I grabbed this clip. He's asked about this. This is fantastic. Listen to this. The audio is terrible because for some reason, when the news outlet put this up, they put the reporter on one channel and Biden on another channel. So we're going to see how this sounds. Gallup reported last week, 56% of Americans said that they were better off today than they were four years ago, would have been under the Obama-Biden administration. So why should people who feel that they are better off today under the Trump administration vote for you? Well, if they think that, they probably shouldn't. They think 54% of American people are better off economically today 56. than they were in our administration. Well, their memory is not very good, quite frankly. And in addition to that, <laughs> we have a president who doesn't share Wait, the he values. He just got the number wrong. Right. He so he said this. 
Well, their memory is not very good, quite frankly. And so, which I thought was interesting because when that came out, Biden or uh, Trump countered with this. Person, woman, man, <laughs> camera, TV. And of course, Biden Biden wasn't going to allow himself to be uh, um, to be beat out with a comment like that, so he followed with this. You may remember, I got in trouble when we were running against the senator who was a Mormon, the governor. Okay, <laughs> and I took him on. What was it? I got in trouble when we were running against the senator who was a Mormon. The governor, okay? Well, their memory is not very good, quite frankly. Uh, uh, I'll be darned. I mean, what is President Kamala <laughs> going to do with him? <laughs> what? I'm sorry, Kamala. Kamala. I, don't, I Kamala. can't say her name. I All know I know is we are in big trouble. To, I don't know how you're supposed to say it. Have you figured that out? I People say it's racist no. to say it wrong. I don't know what the right way is. No, no, I don't. I actually don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I just know she's president very soon. That's all I know. <laughs> not going to take long, is it? I mean, what? He actually gets the number wrong. That's my favorite. I had not noticed that until just now. Yep. Two seconds are 54%. No, it was 56. Oh, their memory's not very good. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, that is actually remarkable. So Trump is the first president to have a proportion that high. I think. Is that true? Where it's like a majority. I mean, during why then? But this is where the, the lack of kindness. This is what I'm telling you. Yeah, like, it's possible for somebody to be so awful and loathsome with the way that they interact with other people and with Twitter that it, that that can happen. So yeah. I actually believe it's possible. Oh, yeah. I, I know we all think it. it's very cute and endearing, but it's actually but I not always. I, I, I don't know. that. I'm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll speak for myself. I don't know that I've ever found it cute or endearing. I found it entertaining. <laughs> And it sure. doesn't stop being entertaining. There are people who think it's adorable. I am convinced. I'm sure there are. Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right. There's people that just, not that they think it's adorable, but I think they're like, yeah, go get them. Like it's, it's, I think that, you know, there is a, there's a Christ likeness to that. Isn't there? <laughs> there is there is, i think that there's this victim there's it, it trump the like the psych the psyche of trump is such a spectacularly amazing thing to study and i don't know if we're going to figure it out for a while and again i'm a trump fan but there is this combination of victim and victor operating at the exact same time inside so, the mind of a toddler no i'm kidding yeah no it's it's i actually think I think he's way what? smarter than anybody. I think Donald Trump is very intelligent. I do I not think, think he's a brilliant. Superman. Yeah, I, I think he's brilliant. Too. I really do. I really do. And uh, <laughs> I, I just think that, yeah, it's that that victim thing that he utilizes in order to kind of leverage crowds and opinion and that sort of stuff. I think it's sometimes that's that's what creates those that go, oh, that's uh, oh, go get him. Yeah, you're right. That was look how funny that was, right. you know, sort of mindset. And he's I'm a showman. I, I mean, there's. He's a yeah, showman. He's a Trump. showman. Trump is a, Trump's a showman. And a good showman plays the victim card, even though everybody in the world knows he's not a victim. But can you imagine having that swagger and that, like, just like, he's dancing on the stage. He doesn't care. He could, How did he you probably, feel about the He could have taken, he could have taken a poop in the middle of the store, and he wouldn't have even been ashamed of it. He doesn't <laughs> care about what he says or does. does and I want to be that way. I mean, I, I'm to a degree, but not to that degree. How did I feel about the dance? It was mortifying. How did you feel about his dance? Mortifying for him and all of us that I liked it at the same time. Oh, I thought it was fun. It, was, it see, showed me that, that he killer. didn't have a stroke. Like they, I thought that me. was endearing. And I thought that that just showed that he was real. You know, I felt like 
I could see my dad or my grandfather or somebody doing that. And um, I think the difference is they uh, would do it. Drugs involved. That's what I hear. (laughs) They would. I think they would do it with the self-awareness that they're being funny. He did it with feeling like he was on Dancing with the Stars. Like he thought he was. He was on beat. I was watching. He was on tempo. I don't know if that's true. He was on something. I don't know if it was tempo, though. (laughs) Oh, man. So, so the bottom line is when he lose, if he loses, right. if he loses Lucas, how bad is your meltdown? What level of Karen will you be at? M- my wife. Hi. <laughs> oh, really? Are we talking yeah. like screaming in the streets like the people four years ago were when he won? That kind of that no, kind of crazy. I don't I don't know if she'll hear this episode or not. So I have to think about this. Okay. But I think I think Chrissy will cry. If, oh, really like like not like sobbing uncontrollably like you know snowflake kind of cry but she'll she'll legitimately be sad for the country and it'll just be like do a hurt need, do we need to wheel her in here and ask her about this she is on a trip <laughs> okay right now and i am i am home holding up the fort by myself holding down the fort down the down, fort. Well, down. around here, I got to hold the fort. I don't fort. know why uh, it's down. Can we like address? It should be holding up the. It really should be. Nobody's holding down. Are you afraid it's going to blow away? Anyway, I, I've always wondered about I, that. You hold it. I agree. You're moving. So, um, yeah, I Chris, think you were around when that legitimately. You're hilarious. <laughs> you know, my biggest memory of that time was it was cold then. <laughs> you know, but I, for me, um, I mean, I'm going to be like, we probably just will sit on the couch and not say anything for a while. Oh, I'm calling you immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if it's three. Oh, yeah. That's, that's not a doubt yeah. in my mind. Well, let's be honest. It's not going to be for four weeks after the election before not we're going to blow after the mutiny and after not I've escaped back to the Poconos to yeah, hide it's out? it's going to be, you know, escape from New York for you. If it's yeah, a blo- I'm if not it, staying here. If it's a blowout, like, if it's a blowout, like, like Billy's predicting, it's going to be that night that we know. Can you imagine that speech? His speech, Trump's speech, stepping well, down. We're still looking into it. You know, he's not going to admit still, it. I'm going to have my people yeah. look into it. They're going to release the results eventually, yeah, just the way Texas. You know, when they're bad. done, they'll be released when they're done. What is? He's going to like buy a state and start his own country. <laughs> well, he's in he's debt allegedly. Allegedly in debt. Yeah, I don't think so. No, he'll yeah. go back on the apprentice. I bet you the apprentice is back on the air. I told you, call Mark Burnett. By you, next year. Listen, you're buddy buddy with Mark. Give him a call and ask him. I'm gonna be like you, Mark. You've been is talking the to Trump. Coming back? Yeah, you've been talking to Trump about doing The Apprentice again. I would bet you NBC takes him back in a heartbeat. Half the country would oh, watch yeah. that. It would have Shark the highest Tank? ratings ever. Can you imagine him on Shark Tank next to Mark Cuban? You don't think The Apprentice uh, would have the highest ratings ever? It would. Oh yeah. It oh, would. It, would. Oh, yeah. it totally oh, yeah. would. It's coming yeah. back. Trump I TV. Whoever. Who I hate reality streaming. TV, and I don't even like The Apprentice. But I loved The Apprentice. Of course, yeah, did. it was. I I liked it. I we lament The Apprentice being gone. I I don't care for Shark Tank. It yeah, I mean, me look, I, I mean, if it was just Biden, I don't I don't like Biden. I think he's I think he's got some stuff going on that is problematic. One thing being his memory, but um, with Harris behind him, that's what scares me. Like mm-hmm. it's this isn't just a situation like oh we lost the election. Like when Obama won, I mean, I wasn't, I certainly wasn't excited about that. I felt like, oh my gosh. Right. But I didn't feel like, I was worried about certain things like, um, you know, being affected with policy. But overall, I felt like America was still going to be there in four or eight years. Yeah. 
And I have, you know, I have more trepidation with somebody like Harris, you know, yeah. coming down the chute here yep. that America doesn't look like America for a really long time, if ever, after a Biden Harris win. I'm talking, Lucas. I'm talking. <laughs> she, she did that to ACB too during the. Uh, I know. Uh, yeah, she was like, I, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Well, it's like you're on a you're on a delay because you're in your office in the Senate building. You're in the Senate yes. same building, and you don't come yep. in. You don't. Well, imagine if she was. Oh my gosh! Imagine if she knew she was positive the whole time uh, and she was just pulled huh? up in her office. And that's exactly why she what I thought today uh, when that news broke. I thought, well, this explains why she wasn't in the hearing room. Is she knew she'd been in contact with people, and so now she's quarantined. Yep. She was already quarantining, basically. Yep. Absolutely. <sighs> Oh my gosh! Well, we break all the news first you know, here, or we right at least you know come up with some <laughs> we, sort we've of just conspiracy become theories. Alex Jones. Yeah, um, and I don't. I just I, this whole thing. I just would like it to be over with. That's the and thing. I agree. I do agree with you. I here's the thing: if Biden won, Biden winning doesn't make me that nervous. He's he's not Biden anywhere near as bad. Winning doesn't make you nervous. Right. Biden at ninety seven or however it, old he it is makes that's me nervous a because thing. you've yeah. got this person coming up behind him who's basically Bernie Sanders light. Here's what makes me the most nervous about a Biden win. And it's I can't wait for the election to be over. I keep telling myself this. I can't wait for it to be over because at least we won't have these fights anymore. It's like the fights are going to keep happening. If Trump mm -hmm. wins, if a Trump wins, we're looking at another four years of the nonsense that's gone on the last four years. If Biden wins, I'm thinking part of you goes, well, at least it'll calm down. And then you go, wait a second. Are you kidding me? These people who have caused these problems and have held us hostage in order to get the result they want. You think they're going to calm down if they get a win? Yeah, I mean, Pence's most chance. effective line was the whole thing about, you know, you've you've spent the last three years trying to undo the results of the last election. I thought that was the most effective line in the, in that in one of the most effective yeah. lines in that entire Absolutely. debate. It's so true. I wish somebody would undo this show. I mean, that would be <laughs> just come in and undo it. Just undo it. Um, can you please you have a couple of Biden moments, actually, while we're on the topic of Biden? I do. Yeah, you do. I did. Have, I mean, well, last week we did. I Didn't played you. Have you I played you, I played you a don't couple. don't know that Chris is actually older than Biden. <laughs> I played you a couple <laughs> clips already that I had for tonight. What I you had another one. I apologize. Well, Jesus, you, I thought wait, you were. Wait, 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 wait. Do I have another one? Where's our producer? Week? I thought you did. I, may, I could totally. right be, now, by the way. <laughs> no, I could <laughs> totally be making this up, which is fine I if I Biden, am. I had the Biden. I had Biden. Well, here's what I have. I've got Biden with the don't vote for me thing. And that's in the Biden with the more Mitt Romney. Mm -hmm. I've got Lucas you're really struggling stuff. here. I am. Mm -hmm. And I had one other clip that I'd gotten because I had forgot to play with it, play it when we were talking about your experience over the last few after the last week, Billy, that we started the show uh, with, with your wife and things. And this was the, the Feinstein. This was the clip I was going to. That play. was the one I was thinking of. I don't think I actually had him pull that one, though. The Feinstein one is oh, super no. interesting. Though. This is what I was going to play for Billy. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I was playing that was for Billy because he's living the Truman Show right now. Anyway, um, so the, can we play this? Can we play the Feinstein what is clip? It? What, is, what is the clip? Tell me what I'm looking for. This here. is the clip. I sent you the story. Here, let me send it to you right now again because you are senile, Joe. When did um, you send this? Over at Faithwire. And this is actually I, oh, 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 oh yes. So she's talking about Amy Coney Barrett's faith, and it's very interesting. I will say that good old Feinstein was actually pretty she was. complimentary she was to her. She was actually she was. pretty kind to her at moments. 
Yes. During which I thought was very interesting. She was impressed with her, I think. You know, and I thought I tell you what, I thought everybody was fairly kind with it was it was remarkable to watch. There's not much to hate on. I mean, no. she's not you you don't anybody who thought that you were going to get just some crazy radical that's being brought in there to uproot everything. It's not there. And I think that people we have this false notion that the Supreme Court is, you know, that they're creating legislation, you know, that they're, you know, just creating policies. And and they're not, you know, they're they're hearing cases. And she did she did a great job of 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 talking about that and and really educate. I feel like she educated all of these senators in the room about what the Supreme Court is actually supposed to do that, like half of them didn't seem to have a concept about. And right. there wasn't there wasn't much to hate on that. Right. All right. I, yeah. I have the clip. It's you're talking I about the hot, as long mic, as I could. the hot mic moment, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. yes. OK, let's try this. See if it works. I don't know how well it'll come through. She's been pro-life for a long time. So I suspected her as a person. So, so she says, you know, she's been pro-life most of her life. For her, it's deeply personal. It comes with her religion. I believe that's the... And it's interesting Which, because by the way, you're, you're, true. Listen, well, you're listening to somebody, though, who clearly doesn't understand that there are actually people who are atheists who are pro-life, right? It comes from her religion. It's deeply... Pro now, I, I'm not going to slam her too much because I don't know the intent and the full framing of what she's saying, but it's interesting to listen to somebody who clearly doesn't understand talk about this issue and wow it, it must be deeply personal to her it must come from her religion or just like, from that's so weird that she would care about this right. Right. right like that tearing a baby apart might not be a nice thing to do right. right that doesn't need to come from our religion actually although as christians we know that there's a clear it's it's morally wrong it should be common sense that tearing children right. apart is wrong right but but to be fair to Feinstein, and she doesn't need me to be fair to her, but to be fair to her, because I don't think, I think she was just stating something that, that you, somebody on the right could just as easily have said, because what was the selling point on, on Barrett is that she is devoted and she is devout and she does believe this and believes it wholeheartedly, right? Her devotion to doing this is what made so many people on the right enthusiastic about supporting her, period. Yeah, yeah, no, I, you know. I think the pro-life yeah. thing is definitely a selling point, but I think the the um, you know, being a constitutionalist, I think was also that was you know bigger. that secondary side of that. Right. So there was a lot of critique about the way in which people view, obviously, the Constitution versus living versus dead. You know, oversimplifying it, but um, you know, looking at originalism, and a lot of people were tweeting at me and saying, like Hillary sent that tweet. You know, well, when. The Constitution, you know, came about. Women weren't able to vote and they weren't able, you know, which some in right. New Jersey, which they were. Fixed but with whatever. an amendment, by the way. Well, that but that was the point. Well, it is alive if you can amend it. Right. No, it is alive. If that's you the can problem. Change it. It's not. So, that's, well, that's why I want you to explain this, Chris, because I feel like you have the well, best. Li probably a living constitution, a living constitution is when you look at the language and you say that, it, that the Constitution itself is living and breathing and it changes without amendment. Right. That's why to me. She wouldn't answer the question on whether Griswold was rightly decided or not, right? Because they they wanted to they wanted to trap her on that because they like Griswold because it supports abortion, right? But the real question is: Is there a right to privacy in the Constitution? And the and the the, the Supreme Court found a right to privacy in the penumbra of some of the amendments, not because there's actually a right to privacy in the Constitution. 
Don't ever use the word penumbra again. Please. Oh, the I, shadow. I, I was yeah, I was I was kind of excited that you used that word. I was so, uh, that was impressed. And so but uh, having 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 uh, adding amendments to the constitution is not a living constitution. It is using a provision within right. the constitution in order it's to part continue, of the process. Right, it's the process. Right. That it's not making a living and, yeah. constitution. And that's what when people are saying that that's they're they're totally distorting what living constitution means. It's the same way right. when they're talking about packing the courts. Everybody has understood for decades that packing the courts means creating a bigger court, adding seats to the court, and then filling them with your picks. It is not filling in an actual right. vacancy that already exists with your pick. That is not. What that does is it not take to do courts. that though? Like what? So do you have to get Congress on Congress board with that? Who that. else? Just Congress. Congress. I don't think that it's even something that has to be signed by the president, though I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, it is. It's the number is not though. No, there right? is no the number. number. There is no set number. Right, right, right. The so that's only, what I mean. That's the not... only part of the Supreme Court that is mandated by the Constitution is a Chief Justice. It says so you can only have one, justice. technically. It, the, 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 the Constitution requires only one member of the Supreme Court, and that's the Chief Justice. Man, I would love to write, read a book, not write a book about it, but read a book about, <laughs> please, no, um, about <laughs> yeah, that history, right? Like, well, it, you know, just because it's fascinating, the numbers Meese, and how they changed and why. Ed Meese wrote some stuff about that. He had a book about the Constitution. Are you looking at a bookshelf or are you like yeah, having a Biden moment to, right now? No, no, I'm looking at a, my bookshelf. Both, bookself. both. I'm trying to find my Ed Meese book. Look it in the clouds. It must be in, another, in the other, in the library upstairs, I guess, but. How many libraries do you have in this house? Well, there's a small library upstairs that my grandfather created when he lived here. So I might need a video tour of this place. Yeah, his house is massive. It's not massive. It's a a compound. Do you have a golden toilet? Not yet. Or or a bidet? Your house is at like almost 4,000 square feet. So (laughs) it's so we there was a bidet when we moved into the house. My grandparents had a bidet in the house. And so we my wife goes, That's gross. We're moving. We so when we remodeled when we moved in, we removed the bidet. To to much to my dismay. I, I might have the kids didn't use like, it as a drinking I feel like problem. A bidet gets a bad rap. Like a bidet. Well, there's a, there's seems a, like a, you use a bidet, don't you? That a, sounds like a I've man never who used, used a bidet. I've never used a bidet. We but should I all mean, order one of the like the ones you connect off of Amazon. And then yeah. do no. a little See, review that, about that, our that, that, Those <laughs> I don't understand. Why would you want something that connects under your seat that you have the chance of, the chance of defecating or peeing on? I yeah, that just That's looks weird. There's a lot the more bidet, to clean nice, when you install those. The nice things. thing about the bidet, the actual, is it's a separate piece of uh, hardware or furniture or whatever this thing is. The butt but, cleaner. Yeah. So yes, the the house that I'm in, Lucas, is is a large home. It was it's forty five hundred square feet now because we finished the basement. We added nine hundred square feet when we moved in. But my my grandparents' grandparents built this house. So my kids are the wow. sixth generation to live in this home. So we bought That's my, crazy. we bought this from my grandparents That's... seven. Do you eight think years your ago. kids will keep it? Do you think it'll stay this manner uh, of yours? I don't know. And when will know. it be five thousand square feet? When does that happen? Well, I, my wife. You know what my wife wants to do? She wants to take this wall that's you can't see it, and extend it past out to the lines up the dining room out here. And I'm like, that's that's gonna be expensive. So we're not doing that yet. Well, we have big <laughs> sponsors here on the Church Boys, so you might be able <laughs> well, to pay. Speaking for Speaking of sponsors, Billy, yeah, are we you better to run that. that. Okay. Uh, I'm here to serve. Me. You're here to annoy is what you're here to do. <laughs> I just got now. I have to find it. 
Hey, go ahead, Chris. Let's run it at the end of the show. You're so prepared. Oh, Honestly, I want to be a producer. That's fine by me. You can have it. All right, here we go. Just a second. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. The church boards. Man, I eat these guys. Uh, Mitt Romney's voting for Amy. They say, that's amazing. How did you do that? <laughs> Have you guys seen this? That Mitt Romney is yes, voting. He's I met with that. her. He's impressed with her. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. good. So, it's well, not... everyone hates him again. That means so. <laughs> well, no, he I was mean, the hero yeah. of the left for a week. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, he's the hero of the right. I guess I don't know if he's. Uh, you know, it's amazing to me. I guess maybe it's not that amazing. How much? How much he is hated on the right? I mean, hated on the right. I like him still. I mean, I. Do I love? Do I agree? I, I, I like him. I, I actually I think too. he stands on principle generally, and I don't have to agree with him. I think so too. When he, like his Trump stuff, I don't think he's being a jerk. I don't think he's trying to go after. <laughs> I think he legitimately has right it moral issues with the way that Trump behaves, and you know, I don't. Yeah. I look. I don't have to agree with everything, but I I like him, and I don't have a problem. But I, and uh, by that same token, I don't have a problem with people who are leaders in the in the Republican Party for being ticked at him. Like, right. Yeah, I agree. I understand player. both I get, listen, I get that. Sure. I get that. Yeah. But, I interviewed his wife once when I was at the Blaze. She was wonderful. Or yeah. Faithwire, one of the two. Yeah. She's wonderful. Did she take yeah, out a horse nice. ride? Isn't, wasn't she a horse? Didn't she do the horse therapy thing? What, what was that thing? That I don't know. I talked to her about food, probably, which is what did. I talked to everyone about. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> shocker. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I, here's the deal. I want this country, and I actually fear this will not happen, to get on a track in which people can behave as sane, normal human beings and disagree. And by the way, I have to tell you guys, Chris knows this. We had an issue in my neighborhood, and I live, I have oh, an HOA. Great. Right? I love this so much. And, we love the HOA. Oh, yeah. Have, I actually love have, HOA. Do you have I'm an sorry. HOA, Lucas? I have no HOA. Okay. I have two HOAs now. I, I have two. I'm a member of two. Okay, okay, well, okay, Rockefeller. Go ahead and just throw that in. Go ahead and throw that in. Now, I don't know about the other one yet, but I can't wait to find out. But this one, I'm going to have to drive there for meetings, so two hours, just to go to a meeting. So this particular HOA, I'm driving, I'm walking through the neighborhood, and I'm talking to Chris, and I'm like, wait a minute. I see, I saw <laughs> a flag that said Black Lives Matter on it. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. We're not allowed to have any flags with or political messages at all. We're not allowed to have them. And so I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. The next day I come back and I look and I'm walking again. And now the Black Lives Matter flag has a giant next to it in the window. So this big window with a Biden-Harris flag taped in the window. So now there's two signs. And then I, I look across the way the next day and suddenly the Black Lives Matter flag has moved to another neighbor's home across the street. And the Biden-Harris flag is still up and there's some other flag up. I don't even I think it was I don't know wounded warrior one or whatever. It was a more neutral flag but then the Biden Harris one's there. And I'm like this is not going to end well. The next day there's a police lives matter sign across the street now with a Trump sign <laughs> tacked on the tree, okay? 
Um, and I'm like, this is really not going to end well. And it has just metastasized. Well, did you, didn't you talk to some somebody on your yes. board on the street? Like you and yes. I were having a conversation. And I then like, Hold on. I was privy to this conversation you had with one some. of the members <laughs> of the board was emptying her garbage. And this is the first day of school. And I'm like, have you seen all those political signs? Because I have to know. It's not because I'm offended by it. I literally want to be in on the drama. I love the HOA drama. You're a little bit of a Karen, and so oh, you 100%. love percent. I'm planning on going to the meeting and bringing it up. Um, just so every, it's like I'm going to like light the match and step back. So so I asked her, I'm like, what is going on with these political signs? And she's like, yeah, they shouldn't have them up. But nobody's done anything about this at all. And it's gotten it's actually gotten bad. Like, nobody's fighting yet. But there's Biden-Harris signs everywhere now. Really? And so now I went out again and now my neighbor like very close to me has one. So it's inching closer to my house. And it is interesting because there was a Trump flag in 2016 that was taken down mm. and removed. And so I'm finding it fascinating to watch the rules suddenly change or maybe they're threatening them all and they're not and they're refusing because people will ignore those threats and they find sure. you and stuff too. But anyway, so that's what I'm dealing with. So I are you guys as disappointed when you don't know people's politics? Listen, I think we should be able to have conversations and be civil. Mm-hmm. And uh, absolutely, that's where I that's where I live. And it, but there's a part of you when you see a sign in somebody's yard, you go, oh. oh um, I have so my experience. We we're in a neighborhood, and but we don't have an HOA, and that's one of the reasons I moved into this neighborhood because I You're despise HOAs. You are missing out, and. I have been pleasantly surprised by the signs. People that I would have assumed uh, were quite liberal yeah. have Trump, oh, um, really? you know, signs and things in the yard. And so I, I have almost, an ex- based upon signs, yeah. I live in almost a 100% Republican red wow. neighborhood. Wow. So here's the, I'm going to make a statement that's going to get me in trouble. Oh, I can't wait. I find that Placing, I want to say people who do it, but placing political signs in front of your yard is one of the most obnoxious things in the face of the earth that anybody can do. And here's why. Because you instantly make people either love you or hate you based on a stupid sign. And it does disappoint. There are people I'm legitimately like, and I don't want to be this way, but my first thought is, oh, that's really disappointing. I would have thought that they wouldn't be that in the bag. They might be voting for Biden and Harris, but like that they would put a sign out. Like I am the person who in college when people would try to, I was there, there were times where it became contentious. People were wearing t-shirts with messages and I wouldn't do it. I don't, I'll wear, I will wear a Christian. I don't mind wearing Christian things, but I'm not going to wear a political message on my clothing. I like nachos or something like that. I'd wear that. Yeah. I'm not, but I find it very annoying. Like these political signs are obnoxious. Just shut up and vote or don't vote. I don't want to. I actually, I agree with you on this one. Shockingly. And uh, I just told Chrissy here recently that I just don't like it because it, I, I just think that there is this proximity bubble at your house that should be like a safe zone. And so it's one you want to put up a billboard someplace or whatever. But I don't want to live next to, you know, if you want to share that with your neighbors, if you get to know them and you yeah. can talk great. But um, yeah, I don't I don't love it. Now, I I would probably feel differently if you were like on a main street and you had a bunch of traffic going by or something But like when you're in a neighborhood and it's sort of this self-contained, you know, it's basically like a giant series of cul-de-sacs like it just to me. It, it just starts feeling a little bit distasteful. Um, but uh, I tell you what, if if Biden and Harris win, I'll probably have a sign in my yard in four years for whoever the Republican <laughs> so, candidate I, is. So my, my thing is, I I don't like it because I want to assume that everyone is sane, right? 
And so in a well, year, they're not in my neighborhood. <laughs> and so in a, in a year like this, a, a Biden Harris sign can disappoint me because I'm like, oh, I didn't think that you were, you were that. And then, but a Trump sign, if you've got too much of the gear out, I'm going, you're you're nuts too. So well, that's the thing. And but here's the thing. And I don't love H. I love the entertainment of an HOA, and mine is not that bad. But I will say it is the one HOA rule that I used to think was stupid, but I actually have come to feel like when yeah. you are living in townhomes and you are on top of each other, yeah. your lawn is somebody else's lawn. Like I, I, I actually think it's invasive and yeah, you're, yeah, that's yeah, a much different situation. Like I mean, I'm I have a, that rule. I have an almost you know acre property you know in our neighborhood, three quarters of an acre or whatever it is, and there's woods next to us, and so you know we're probably you know have I don't know maybe the equivalent of almost a two acre you know, space that we're in. And, you know, that's a whole different story. I still don't even like it there. But when you're in a townhouse or something like that, you're, you're basically, you're too close for that kind of statements. I'm not, I'm not anti-political signs or any signs in your yard for that matter, but I just am disappointed when I see certain signs and, and not just just political ones. There are other ones that could come out and I'm like, Oh man, are you Oh, there's all sorts of other signs popping up too. Now it's like, all right, guys, like, what is this? Like, why I can't even walk my dog without getting nauseous. Can we just stop with this? The garbage? only people winning are the people who make the signs and sell them. Oh, yeah. Those are the people yeah. that are winning. You mentioned having that yeah. business. Yeah. I actually, it's not a bad, not a bad idea. It isn't. Um, idea. I should just sell them in my neighborhood. I'll print them for everybody. I just, I just, like, it's, out there with it's, so, it's to me that like nine homes have been overtaken by, a, you know, senility and, and Kamala. Kamala. Uh, Senility I can say her name. Kamala. Kamala. What are all the options of how you would say that name? You have Kamala. Mm-hmm. Kamala. Kamala. Or Kamala. 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 Just call her President Harris because that's what's about it's to not gonna happen. Or just call it's her baby. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. And 2024 is going to be her... It's gonna be it's gonna be Harris so, okay, versus Nikki Haley. In twenty in twenty twenty four, is she running for re-election or yes. is she just running for election? She's running for re-election with if Biden wins, Nikki she's Haley. running for re-election. No, yeah, no, I mean like sure. if, if she if Biden wins in twenty twenty and so in twenty twenty four comes around, when she's running in twenty twenty four, is she running as the sitting president? Or is she running as the vice president, running for president because Biden has said, "I'm oh, only doing cool. the one." Yeah, no, I'm only she's doing running the as a sitting president, running for. So her, you think her in four years, within the next four years, if Biden wins within the first four years, he's out before yeah. before the four years are over. I mean, done. I hope he's still alive. I just don't think he's he's gonna. It's gonna be him resigning or Twenty Fifth Amendment yeah, or something okay. like that at that point, or just like a trip to the villages to hang out and live, the like an ice float. We're gonna float him off. So, well, he made yes. that villages video. Right, I gotta find ago. it. I gotta find it. Keep just well, before we close. I gotta find it now. Joe Biden villages. But okay, you don't think it's gonna be Pence though? Against no. uh, Pence, no. I don't think Pence. I, will I, ever think be Pence I think I wouldn't be surprised if Pence runs for the nomination in twenty twenty four. I do not he think he will it. be the nominee. No. Yeah. No, I like him a lot, but oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Ready. The villages, America's friendly. It even looks hometown. like Biden. The villages, America's friendliest hometown. The villages. Oh, 
It even looks like him. Have you you've seen this video, right? I have uh, not seen it. Well, no, sending, you need I'm to gonna, send me a link. I'm copying you the link right now and putting it into our chat just so you can have it because it even looks like him. Come on, yeah. man. Come, Come on. on, man. Come on, man. Anyway, all right. So I guess that I, we've done about as well, much damage that as wraps, we can do. That wraps this dumpster fire up for me. <laughs> what a week back. Well, it's nice to be back, I suppose. It's good uh, to see you guys. Gay Elvis signing out. It's a local <laughs> TV star. Local TV Karen. <laughs> I did get recognized quite a bit today. Church boys. I got in trouble when we were running against the senator who was a Mormon, uh, the, the governor, okay? The memory is not very good, quite frankly. Good morning! Morning! Good morning! Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.